question is for this next story, you know, did the provincial and city officials in city uh, St. Catharines hide reports that would confirm toxins that a chemical plant was leaking into the community? Did they did they hide that? And we're talking about the now closed down GM plant. This was a machine plant that once upon a time would churn out things like brake shows for uh, cars and trucks. This is a um, a plant that was closed down in 2010 and then sold off for development that was going to transform it into a 250 million mixed use development, which would include anything from retirement homes, commercial businesses, even a technical trade school. But here we are in 2022 and the site remains not not just undeveloped, but it's full of debris. Uh, there's pools of machine oil and other toxins that area residents have apparently been long complaining and suspecting are carcinogenic. And some even claim have made them sick. But now we learn that a 2020 report from the Ontario Ministry of the Environment uh, confirms their fears. And city officials, apparently with the province, have been discussing this behind the scenes. But no one bothered to tell the people who have been questioning this. Let me bring in the journalist on this one, Ashley Equoso. She's uh, done this for her latest in the Narwhal. Great to have you. Thank you. Good morning, Alex. Great to be here. The these are always the stories that take a long time. And of course, as always, the information comes in a freedom of information request, which can also be extraordinarily painful to get. Um, but this is a story that uh, kind of reveals that the talking was going on, just not with the community. So um, actually, I started working on this story in May, and I, I came across the story through a, a Facebook page, the Coalition for a Better St. Catharines um, Facebook page, where Glenn Brooks, who is the resident who was sick, kind of talks about living so close to these lands and, you know, trying to question if there was a connection between, you know, his cancer mm -hmm. and his diagnosis and just his proximity to these lands. And, you know, I started talking to him and talking to members of the coalition. And as I was wrapping up the story in August, the coalition presented me with the freedom of information request that they had filed in March of 2020 and had received in 2022. And in that, in those, you know, 1700 pages were emails between, you know, a city official and, you know, the um, provincial ministry talking about, you know, just the possibility that there could be something going on at the site. I spoke to the mayor who said that the reason why um, that email was sent is because they couldn't access the site. So they were actually looking for help, you know, looking to the province for help. Ultimately, you know, like you mentioned in your intro, the ministry did come out in 2020 with reports showing that there was PCB on the site, you know, and even though that report came out in 2020, convincing, you know, the residents that, you know, they did have some, they were right, you know, they, there was um, reason to be fearful, you know, they did continue to reiterate that there was no problems with people living in the vicinity, people living in the, the vicinity shouldn't be afraid of toxins, but, you know, I think the residents finding out much later that there were reasons to be fearful and their suspicions were correct was definitely something that was uh, frustrating. The land, I guess, was purchased by development company Bayshore, uh, Bayshore Group in 2014, and they started building. And then at one point, at some point, as you report, they had walked away in 2018. Are they commenting at all or have they completely just uh, abandoned this? Where, where does the property and the situation and why did they walk away? You know, I think that the um, situation with Bayshore is really kind of the greatest mystery. Um, you know, I, I say in the story that the mayor even refused to mention this company's name because I think their, you know, the way that they've handled the situation has really kind of infuriated residents and and the and city officials as well. So, you know, they didn't respond to requests for comment. But, you know, what I understand is that after purchasing this property, they attempted to sell it 
um, I believe in 2019 or between 2018 and 2019, and that that wasn't successful. And now, you know, summer mediation, the mayor confirmed that summer mediation is happening on the site, but it's not being done by Bayshore. It's being done by the mortgage holders of the site. So there is a lot of, I think there's a big question mark around them. Well, yeah. I mean, who who's overseeing the remediation? I mean, if it comes down to a situation where public health could be at risk, then there is a responsibility. There's an onus on not just the province, but the city to make sure that it's done properly, it's done as quickly as possible, and that those living around it are made aware. And so what we're looking at is this kind of four-year window, three-and-a-half-year window mm-hmm where you've got people raising the alarm bells. And now we know from your reporting that, yeah, they the officials were aware of it. But again, it's taken forever to get information out. So even on the, on the surface, Ashley, if people wanted to move away or whatever, or sell their house, I mean, this is information people, it's not that they deserve, it's their, they have a right to know what's going on around them. Absolutely. I think that that was maybe one of the main sticking points for a lot of residents. Like, it seemed like the responsibility for informing and protecting the residents was kind of passed around. Like, you know, is it the city? Is it public health? Is it the ministry? Is it the federal government? Is it Bayshore? Is it GM? You know, so there were a lot of questions around who is responsible here um, and who should really be be doing something. And, um, you know, one of the residents and members of the coalition said, you know, we know that the city can only do so much because it is a private property, but we are looking for some kind of leadership. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's look, they are bound by certain legal legalities, but they, they can be transparent and, and they have not been. So where does this story then actually go from here? Because it's not just then a health issue. There will be financial implications if you live around that area and all of a sudden, well, if your land's, you know, toxic, that all has to be remediated. But it could also have an impact on sales in the future. So where do you see the story going now? You know, I think that there's still some like I think residents and, you know, all of us interested in the story are still waiting, you know, um. Actually, earlier this year, the ministry did tell the city of St. Catharines that Bayshore has presented a work plan to address PCBs on the site, although it couldn't share this plan publicly. It didn't really share a timeline. So there's still a question mark around that. The ministry also says that it's still conducting sample testing of stormwater well, on the site. How long How long you know, does this yeah, take? You know, I don't know. As of right. August, you know, they had not provided the results to the city. So there's still a lot of waiting. Yeah, hurry up and wait, 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 wait. Any idea if there's a, any kind of civil uh, action uh, on deck? Um, I don't know. I, and that's not something that, you know, came up in conversation with, with residents or, or anyone else. I think it was just, you know, they just wanted to get the story out there. But I haven't spoken to them about what happens next. Yeah, they, well, I guess I, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they can connect any illnesses that any of them have, which is the big thing. Any of these illnesses, have they been caused by these carcinogens? Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a question that, you know, I, I, and we say it high up in the story. The doctor says, you know, it's it's a possibility, but they can't prove anything. You know, it's yeah. very difficult to prove. But I know that that is something that's at the back of their minds. Absolutely. It'll uh, it's um, and just got to be frustrating for those who are just simply looking for information and they can't get it. So we'll stay tuned and see where this one goes. But uh, I appreciate your time on this. Thank you. And thank you for having me. That is Ashley Aquosa with the uh, Narwhal talking about this. And again, these are investigative pieces that you, you can think it's going to start one way and then it takes you in a completely different direction, but they take months to build. And as we find out in the finished product, it's like they've known for four years. At what point do those who we elect to work for us put our interests at, at the forefront and say, look, here's what we can't do, but this is what we can do. and We can give you the information. Just be proactive. But they just never seem to be.